Mm. What? That makes me have vertigo. No, I'm just kidding. Good morning. But it also looks very like cool when T uh, when you start. G I T G I I don't know. Sorry. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Jen. What's shaking? What's cooking? What's good this Friday? What is the it's good Friday. news? What's the good word? Huh? So it's like the middle of the month, isn't it? I don't know, but I know yes, mine's countdown like to my vacay. Countdown to the vacay says what? Mommy's going to go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania with LV for a week in August and leave dad at home alone. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go hang out in Pennsylvania and do a little bit of swimming, some hiking. If you live in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area or New York and like to schedule a VIP day while I'm there or one-on-one face-to-face, I have a limited number of opportunities to do that. So let me know. We can do that. And if at any time you're interested in that, let me know on outside of Pennsylvania. But however, that's where I'll be. Listen, last night, kids, <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday I had a client that we had, I had to reschedule my morning because we had a thing come up. So I needed to be there for her. And so I missed my Zumba class. No big deal, right? My clients take it precedence. It is a big deal. But I like my Zumba. So last night it was like 5.45 and I said to Ellie, hey, let's let's go to the gym, you know? So she was like, okay. So so we get, and I go in the class and it's a teacher I never took before. And, and I'm not going to name names. But so I'm standing in the class and I found it a little odd that everybody, the lights were off, okay? And everybody mm -hmm. was like, it was kind of like, like, um, like soul cycle, right? Like we're getting ready to give like an ominous presence, a heaviness playing. in the room. It was just silent. Everybody was just kind of like gearing up. And I was like, huh. whoa, what is going to happen here? And one of the girls was like, oh, who I've seen around in the Zumba circles. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, have you taken this class before? And I said, no. She goes, oh, okay. And I'm like, what am I in for? So all of a sudden he comes, he scoots into class and he puts the music on. Oh, he wasn't even in there yet? No. He comes in last minute, makes the grand entrance, and everybody's gearing up. There's a line of women in the very front, and he's like looking at him like, "You ready?" Like like this, and I'm like, "Shit!" So he starts the music, and all of a sudden, it's like, "Have you ever seen a really bad SNL skit where they're making fun of high impact aerobics? Right, where there's like one idiot girl in the class who's like getting knocked around by the other people because they're like." kicking their legs above their heads and jumping around and, and acting nuts and psychotic. That was my class last night. Mm. So I'm thinking like, it wasn't even like, you know, I go to Zumba cause I like to dance. You know what I mean? Like you get, you get, you know, you're just dancing, but it was like, it wasn't, could just be that. It had to be that mixed with like toe touches and, and knee flips. And has like, he given it a special cups. name? ridiculousness i don't know what this so you didn't, <laughs> no you didn't have so, a new name for his uh, style i don't even know guys listen if i had been the first time in zumba class with this teacher i would have made a decision in that class oh i don't like zumba mm. zumba's not for me i would have instantly decided that based on that one class but you guys know mommy's a little bit of a zumba freak so I have taken probably 10 teachers just at LA Fitness, right? Mm -hmm. 
the different teachers and there are some teachers you're taking it where you're like sleeping right you're like oh my god can you can we like i'm out of breath let's just point out i'm actually out of breath moderately to mildly explaining the intensity of the class last night so i wanted to picture this <laughs> and i want you to go 10 times i want you to 10 exit okay <laughs> imagine the horror okay at one point at one point and i was the only one in the class who wasn't a regular so everybody in there and it wasn't like you could just do it in place you had to travel okay so you were like kicking your leg this way and you're going this way then you're going back this way and the whole class it was like a it was like a high impact line dance at renegades okay and i'm the one i'm like so at one point i go to the back of the room and I felt like that idiot who kid doesn't know how to dance, right? Like, is at the club? And oh, stand, don't talk about me like that. Yeah, I right. so who's standing in the back of the room in the whole class, and I'm just kind of like doing my thing in the back, hoping that no one would watch. Yeah, it. <laughs> but and as I'm like, just like, just let me be me, right? I go to the back of the class. I'm like, just let me do me, boo. And then all of a sudden, everybody turns and faces me. I guess that was the next move. So the whole class like turns around, and I'm just kind of like, one of these kids is doing his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like this. Yeah, oh, the poor and, thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she doesn't get it. Anyway, so I was like, left that class. And if that had been the first one, I would have made a decision about something I didn't like just based on that one thing. And like I said, there's so many, Zumba is like not a complex sport, okay? It's world dance set to music, all right? That's really it. But there are millions of different ways people teach it. And and so uh, you within that genre, there are like two teachers that I follow kind of religiously that for my speed, are the perfect people. They're dancers and they're core. They, they've got all kinds of different, you know, they do all the different styles. There's a lot of hip hop in it. You know, I'm not like, I'm sweaty, but I'm not like dying, you know? And so, but if I wouldn't have offered a lot of myself the opportunity to keep experiencing different teachers, I would have made a decision and missed out on something that really I love. Another, I want to get your, your example too, but I would tell you in one other example, dance has been a methodology of healing and like ecstatic dance. Have you guys ever taken anything like this where it's like, there's a lot of different types. There's five rhythms, which is um, like a moving meditation. So that's a different kind of um, music that inspires different levels of movement. There's Naya dance, which is like a rebirth. There's journey dance. I mean, is, is this ringing a bell? If it's not, you should check it out. So anyway, the first one of the first classes I went to, and it's really designed to help you get out of your mind, into your body, shed self-consciousness, learn how to tap into your spirituality, your, and just like unleash whatever's inside of you and just go, right? And so it's amazing. But I went to, <laughs> I went to this one class, and this teacher, I, th I came home like scarred. All right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Do you remember? Because he was like... He was one of these guys that was like tribal, but like, I don't even know where it would have been, he would have been from because he looked like he was from another planet. So when he looked in your eyes, he would like try to stare into, he wouldn't just like meet you. soul gaze yeah, while you were like dancing. not a normal person will like you meet somebody and they go like this. They make eye contact, but they're mm -hmm. like, hey, it's so nice to meet you there. But they don't go like this. 
Mm. and try to let and so I'm like I'm in the wrong place and then he starts dancing and he's warming up and I'm kind of like over here and you're just in your flow state and I'm just kind of warming up and he's going like this he's standing probably this far from me and I'm just you're me so you start to you know, do your thing okay that's not quite how we did but so he starts doing like this and he starts he starts like going like this a pelvic thrust and, and the worst part was he wasn't wearing underwear so I was like you know what I'm not sure if this dance tribe is really for me. And I would have made a decision, but I but I left that class and I said, you know what? There's a million different teachers, there's a million different modalities, and thank God I did because this weekend I'm going to get certified as a an ex, a, um, you know, a, a dance facilitator and create my own kind of dance modalities. So I'm really excited. And if I hadn't stuck it in there, I wouldn't be in, you know, a lot of things. You had a similar experience with people with personal development, making a decision, but kind of in, the, in an opposite way. Well, yeah, it goes in kind of a, a bunch of different ways. So when I was with Tony um, the first time, we, uh, I was at, at an, a tr training, and it was an enrollment conversation, and I... You were trying to get people to sign up yeah. to go to Tony. Okay. So... Uh, an enrollment conversation. What's yeah. that? A, yeah, it's an enrollment conversation. So uh, the the woman's like, um, well, yeah, no, I'd I'd love to go, but you know, I'm I'm really into uh, I'm 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 into you know my um, it was, I don't remember Brian what Tracy. it was like it was, it was probably it was probably landmark whatever, and I was like, oh, well, how's that you know how's that working out for you? And she's like, well, I'm 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 not really going. I haven't I haven't been going, you know, because where, where I'm really you know putting my my energy in into is, is my church, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, how's that? Tell me about that. What's what, what are you getting out of that? Well, I, I haven't really been going to that either, and and uh, so there's that, and there's other people who get so locked into just the one thing, and yeah. the, the conversation that actually came up last night. I don't like that person. I'm not. Or, or they don't know, and they learned about that person from their tribe who wants to keep you in their group. Like Landmark was the the one that last night I was talking to a guy, and um, he he. He ended up, you know, he's expanding, but he was like, yeah, you know, I've been doing Landmark and, you know, uh, I'm bringing my kid, I brought my son to Landmark and, and all this. And, you know, and, and I've met people who have basically said everybody else stinks and this is the only methodology. And the challenge with that is, is that you also then only learn those patterns and you don't learn how to maybe expand in areas when times change. Because when you get, it's, it's kind of like um, Uber, right? When that, the whole, when we talk about disruption and all that, you know, there were people who, taxi drivers who had their medallions and they were like, no, Uber's never gonna work. It's never gonna work. The, this is a way to do it. Medallions are the only way to do it. And then things changed and they missed the boat because they weren't being open to other opportunities. That's a really good point. Like even in, I think we do that a lot. I, I was guilty of that for a long time where I would make up my mind about something that I didn't like it. Right, or someone. Or someone be based upon me thinking that I knew myself, right? And that's a fair thing. Like, right? like oh, well that's not for me because I'm not really into that, you know? Like I can tell, I could I could say to somebody, no, no, Orange Theory is not gonna be for me because I'm not into boot camp or whatever. You know, I can say these things, but the reality is, there, there needs to be like either an opportunity to experience it, to know, right? To, to, to like put yourself in the environment to actually see if that's something that is for you to confirm 
you know, affirm or actually change your mind. Or the other thing is, it might not have been you yesterday. It might mm. not have been you, but today you've evolved and actually it would be for you. I remember when I even when I first started um, a dance, I would have said, oh my God, I don't want to do anything where eye contact is required, right? There's these things like contact improv where you actually have to dance with each other. And I'm like, holy shit, I would rather stay home and be pinned down and have needles stuck in my eyes than have to like dance with somebody that I don't know. And, but as I've evolved and been more free and more open, I find that, no, it can be a little fun to dance with other people and mm -hmm. engage with them. And, but that took an evolution of my psychology and my spirit in order for me to be open and allow it. When we worked in treatment, we would uh, start our mornings every single morning at the treatment center where we kind of ran programming. And we would start with club rehab, where we would play these, you know, we would have the DJ, uh, shout out we had different, Justin. Different music each, um, each day. Different music each day and have our DJ play this music. And we had a huge sound system and an auditorium and, and lights and all these really cool things. And we would start our morning with dance and there would be so many clients that would come in and they'd be like, I don't dance. And in fact, they'd be like, I'm not dancing unless I'm drunk. Like I, I can't, that's or, not me. Or they or would this, only dance, this music sucks. I'm this only music dancing. sucks yeah. for me. I'm not a, like a hip hop person or I'm not a, a trap house. You know, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'll dance if you play some good music. Yeah, if you play some Skinner, man. Um, <laughs> You know, and then the hip hop kids would be like, what the hell is this country shit? You know, and, and so, but, but the thing is, is like, we would encourage them that who you were yesterday is not who you are today. And how do you know who you are? Because nine times out of 10, you're not who you really are. You, you're who you needed to be, right? And we're always dis deleting, distorting, and generalizing information um, in order to like simplify our lives. And we love to do that. We love to take away stuff that goes, no, 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 that's not for me. That's not for me. That's not for me. So that we can actually have less choices in life because that somehow makes us feel more comfortable to have less choices. So we try to put ourselves in a box. Well, this is my box and this is what I like and this is how I operate. But that box is the prison that we make for ourselves. It's a self-imposed prison. And the only way out is to start to question and wonder, well, if I was able to expand my mind and I would allow more experiences in, and if I did like that, what would that be like to try it? And the and then there, there's a, people would dance, by the way. Go ahead. And change. Yeah. And get up and love it and lead the pack. Because the... The question was is getting to purpose over process the the music or what kind of music it is is secondary it the purpose of it was to get moving to get energy going to change your state to have physical mastery and the only reason why people used drugs or alcohol it was to change their state anyway and i would have the conversation with them i said well you know what was your drug of choice and they'd be like you know vodka or tito's like okay well let's say you could not get Tito's, what would you do? Well, then I'd have, you know, basically what would happen is they go, I'd have anything, basically, anything that was available to me to change my state. So, well, then how is this different? Because the purpose of the music is not to just listen to and, and move to a specific kind of music. It's to move your body, to connect to yourself, to change your state, to change your physiology, to change your focus, to change your language, to change all of that. Does it matter? whether it's hip hop or country, just like, does it matter if it was, you know, Tito's or, you know, beer or, or whatever it is. And 
that would help people go, okay, cool. What I'm really wanting, the same thing with finding your teachers. Like when people get locked into, well, it's gotta be landmark and landmark only, or it's gotta be Tony and Tony only. Well, if what you're really wanting to do is learn to grow, to expand, is it possible you're going to find information from someone else? Now you can find someone and go, eh, not for me, but that doesn't mean then throw out personal development or throw out dance or throw out um, healthy eating or, or whatever it is. That's why when you go to the gym, there are so many ways to get the outcome of health. You know, I choose racquetball. That's been my choice of, of uh, exercise, right? Some people choose dance. Some people choose swimming. Some play basketball. Some people use weight. Some people do the, you know, yoga and, and all of them are great. And a lot of people do more than just one. I don't just do racquetball, but that's primarily what I do. Um, I know you don't only do Zumba, you have done, you still do, do sometimes yoga, still do the weights, still do some other stuff. Ride so, your bike a lot. Ride your bike. So the generalized belief systems that we end up creating are also, as Heidi shared, sometimes that trap, that prison of not being able to experience the full life. And one of the things I really appreciate about Tony Robbins in particular and the power teams, um, if you're familiar with Tony or are looking into opportunities to grow, there's uh, independently created organizations called power teams or seventh power groups or yes groups, and they're all around the world. And they're essentially groups of people that mostly were inspired by Tony Robbins but that doesn't mean that the only thing that they talk about is Tony. They talk about personal development as a whole, business development as a whole. It was inspired by Tony's lessons and we still do a lot of conversation. Like next week I'm doing a presentation to the New York power team over Zoom and I'm doing a presentation to the entire Florida power team through Zoom and, and having ways to reach out. But I, I gotta tell you, when I joined that group, I got turned on to so many other people that I wasn't even aware of and some I really liked and some I was like, eh, not for me. But I was able to be open to it so that I could create. I've got some friends that I met who were speakers who came in and shared their message that I'm still great friends with today because I was like, oh, well, if it's not Tony, why, why bother? You know, it's like, no, okay, it's, this is a great opportunity to meet someone new and, and to be part of the, this journey of transformation. Yeah, I really like that a lot. And I think that, I know for me, that's one of the biggest challenges I've had to overcome is this closed mindedness. And, um, you know, when life is tough or life is difficult or you grow up in a difficult situation or have overcome a difficult situation, we do that kind of like, this is me, this is what I like, this is what works for me box to really keep us safe initially. We're deleting a bunch of options for ourselves because we want to simplify our lives and make it as easy as possible to be us in the world. That makes sense, right? But as you grow out of that tra trauma or dysfunction and you evolve, you, it's, it's safe. It's safe to try new things. It's like, I don't really know how to explain it. And if you can agree, can you, can you comment if you understand what I'm saying? Where the safety, there's safety in knowing, you thinking you know yourself, right? Because if, if everybody else is unpredictable around you, you kind of create this little, um, uh, safety net of like, well, at least I, I just know me, you know what I mean? And that I like this and I don't like this. And you really dig your heels in. And the reality is, is that sometimes we just make these rash decisions about what we don't like just to protect ourselves in really dumb ways, right? Because we're afraid if we expose ourselves to something that it, it's not going to work out. Or so we, we say, oh, I don't like that just in case we can't have it even. 
like um, I made a decision a long time ago that I didn't like sushi. This is going to sound real. This is really basic, but it's a perfect example of what I'm going to tell you. I made a decision a long time ago when I was very young. I don't like sushi. It's not for me. Why did I make that decision? Because we we I was we grew up with nothing. Okay, I'm not going to be able to eat sushi, right? So in order to make sure that I wasn't missing out on something, I made a decision. Well, I just don't like that. That's why I don't want to have it because I don't like it. Well, it really wasn't that. It was because I knew I couldn't have access to it. It's like making a decision you don't like really beautiful big houses and that's too big and you don't like that because not because you don't think it's gorgeous and you wouldn't want it, but because you don't think it's possible for you. So you go, that's not for me. You know, or a dance class that looks intriguing, but you think it's not for you, not because you don't like how to dance, but because you're too embarrassed to get up and try. So you box yourself in based on your fear, right? or your lack mentality. And so I, I know this is like a deeper level, but this is really what we do subconsciously. And so later on in life, when I was making money, I still had this, I had good afford, so I was earning six figures, could afford sushi. I still had that old programming. It was like, it wasn't because I couldn't afford it. I just really thought I didn't like it. One day Doug said to me, are you sure you don't like it? And I said, I don't like it. And he goes, did you ever have it? <laughs> I mean, ma'am, is the computer plugged in, right? It's not turning on. Um, hey, hey, did you ever have it? No, I never had it. He goes, okay, uh, <laughs> we're going to start there. <laughs> so needless to say, I have this favorite sushi place, and this one's not that great, and this one's the best, and have you had this roll, and oh, I like the crunchies on my avocado. Yeah, yeah, right, and there, there are also some people who yeah. get locked into a, a thing, and they go, oh, I don't even want to try a different restaurant because I know this one's going to be really good, and then they miss out on finding another amazing place. We, we, we do that in all areas of our life, and, and we make these generalized... We go to a bad sushi place. And then we throw the baby out with the bathwater. And go, sushi sucks. Yeah, sushi sucks. Or we find a good one and then never try another one. We just stick into the one place and, and go, oh, I only go to such and such. I only have, you know, this role. I only have that. I remember I used to, growing up, I used to think avocado was gross. Yeah. I hadn't had it. Yeah. And Ellie. <laughs> and so that's the thing it. is like, give yourself permission to evolve your preferences to evolve your preferences. And actually the things that you think that you used to like, um, you might not like anymore. I remember, you know, growing up like comfort food, right? With, for us, like we, we didn't have any money, but my grandma's house, they, they had, you know, my dad, my grandpa was like a retired coal miner. So they had a little bit of money enough to afford snacks and stuff like that. So we would go up and they'd have like cabinets full. And one of the things was Pringles, right? It was like, Oh, it was a good night. If you were going to Graham's house and you could snuggle in with some golden girls and a bowl of Pringles and a Klondike bar, you know, you knew you were living the good life, right? That was the good life. And as I started to get like become an adult and, 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 work on my, um, I had a lot of eating challenges, a binge eating problem and some other things, restriction and all that kind of stuff. But as I was moving through and healing that even, the food that I thought I really liked and I would binge on, oh yeah, I need the Pringles or I need the chips. It's like once I worked through that stuff, I would eat the Pringle and I'd be like, this actually tastes like cardboard chip. I mean, this is terrible. This is mm -hmm. not good at all. There's nothing tasty about this. If you and so give yourself the opportunity to question the things you actually think you like. And sometimes that's people. Yeah. Okay. So open-mindedness. 
How can you go into your day today, into your weekend today, and asking yourself the question as if you were seeing it for the first time, how can you have the childlike wonder that we're never supposed to lose, that you can look at something and wonder what would it be like if you allowed yourself to like it or to try it? Here, Mikey, try it. You might like it. What would happen? And also, if you've been committed to this thing you think you love that you're mindlessly consuming, all right, whether it be food or whatever that it is, if you took a minute to slow down to taste it, let it marinate, simmer with the person you're with and really experience them and ask yourself, do I really like this person, place, or thing? Then we can start to really live from our authentic happiness. Lots of us aren't doing that. We're just walking around programmed, kind of like this is how I am, this is how I always have been. And really, life is about ever evolving, growth, change well, and and sometimes I it just made me think of um, I remember years and years ago I, I saw the preview for Fight Club and uh, I saw the preview and I'm like this looks like the stupidest movie so why why am I gonna watch so no didn't no, it didn't even it, oh, it didn't right. show okay. that it just it was basically showing scenes of people fighting in the you know like in a basement or whatever I'm like there's nothing about this that is appealing at all. Like I don't, I don't want to see it. No interest in seeing it. And um, years later, when I finally saw the movie, I was like, "This movie's amazing." How come? <laughs> like, and I think very often that's what happens. We see life through trailers, not through Whoa, an actual experience. Hello. So we're getting, you know, hello. people's little snippet based wow. on what they think, what their experience was with it, and what was an important message or experience in it and it had nothing to do with what really happened and no, then on you're the flip watching side, somebody else's trailer yeah Woo. and then on the flip side sometimes people will be like this is the most amazing thing ever and and you know i remember um uh the, the movie with um adam sandler where he was the he had to go back to school what was that billy, madison. billy madison the time of my life when I saw that movie in the theaters, I thought it was one of the funniest movies ever. I thought it was hilarious. So I called, you know, actually the guy who was in, in my band at the time, guitarist Chris, I'm like, Chris, dude, you guys gotta go see this movie, Billy Madison, it was amazing. I, I just, I was like crying, it was so funny. He called me up after the movie, he's like, dude, what is wrong with you? This is, yeah, this was stupid. It's like, I, it was horrible. Don't, don't recommend movies to me. <laughs> And so here's the thing. It's also when we're hearing from other people, it's also from their time of their lives, their perspective, they're all that. Now, I haven't spoken to him about it, but I'll bet that if he were to go back and watch Billy Madison now, he'd find it funnier than what he did then because of whatever was going on in his life. So it's really important that we, we also take into consideration the source of the source. Where is the, this information coming from? Because we get, you know, we grow up and let's say, you know, Heidi's example, what if, what, what if it wasn't just that you couldn't afford it? What if your parents didn't like it? What if you grew up and your parents were like, nah, sushi's stupid, sushi sucks. So you grow up going, oh, sushi sucks. You grow yeah, up, or personal development sucks. And they really just, you know, you really want to take it driving home. You have ideas about what you like and don't like. Your parents or your caregivers programming that money sucks. Money is the root right. of all evil. Um, pe people will disappoint you. Uh, don't don't trust this type of person or this race of person or you know all these ideas that we have that aren't even our own preferences. They're other people's preferences and based on a context upon us. that are based on a context, right? So my dad is a firm, firm believer in education, and as as were we, and 
he's a, a lawyer. He, uh, everyone in his family is a doctor of some sort. So his model of the world is you have to go to school in order to be successful. Well, if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a creative, if you're a musician or if you're an entertainer, if you're things like that, school actually can get in the way of being able to be successful. Like, so I, my success in the music industry was just by going out and doing it and growing my business. And then as a speaker and entrepreneur and all of that, school was not necessary. But for my dad's model of the world, it absolutely is. So he wasn't trying to hurt me. He wasn't trying to crush my dreams. He was genuinely sharing what he believed in that was appropriate for his context and his model of the world. Whereas sometimes we will hear someone share something and it's a square peg in a round hole because we're wanting to experience something different. We're wanting to attempt something different and that doesn't align with the, the teaching, the training that this person is sharing. If that makes sense. I don't know if that, if I went on a sure. tangent. A little bit of a tangent, but that's okay. Squirrel. Let's check in. Oh, kind of like Facebook. You're seeing what people want to show you. Yeah. hundred percent. Perfect angles on everything. You know, shrimp kid, but now I love it now after I tried it. Beautiful. Shrimp it is, is a yummy. beautiful day. Uh, They're sitting on their porch drinking coffee. There you oh, go. Oh, I love that you guys are talking to each other. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Good morning. Thank God it's Friday. So a couple Indeed. different things. If you are wanting like access to deeper trainings and deeper understandings of the work and you want to kind of you know, this is about coming to the water fountain and drinking a little bit. But if you want to dig a well and go deep, there's two opportunities to dig a well and go deep with us. One is in uh, my flow tribe, which is free, loved, open and worthy, which is all about mastering your self-love, your relationships, your self-esteem, your confidence. And that flow tribe you can find by getting to my page here and it's linked. The group is linked and we can post a link in here. And the other thing is if you're a mission driven coach, speaker, healer or teacher, um, experienced or unexperienced, inexperienced, and you want to develop your craft and your message and get it out to the world, join our group, mission driven entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, and trainers. And we can so post a link thing. in there as well. Yeah, that's just sure. short. And in those two groups is where we're going to start giving deeper dive access to really deepen your understanding and dig a well and go deep in the teaching so that we can really start to make some significant movement and change in our lives. So those are two opportunities. And inside of there is where we're going to be doing a lot more intensive trainings. So I will put both links in there for you. And we hope you have a great weekend. What are you doing this weekend? I'm going to go get certified as a dance facilitator. I'm going to be dancing, doing breath work, lots of chakra, you know, movements and shifting around. I'm so excited. What are you guys going to be doing? I'm going to be at the uh, speaker series at the Delray Chamber with uh, Jeff Tuckman on a panel. Nice. 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 Uh, please add the flow tribe link. I will. <clears throat> also, if you want to be added, just let me know. Laura, I'll send you the link to join in there. Terry, if you want to join, let me know. I'll send you the link. I'll just invite you to the group, actually, which is what I can do. But I'll also post the link here. All right. I love you guys. We Have a love you weekend. for who you are. I'm going to check in and... over on my page when I'm in my dance class and do a little live. So make sure that you're like that page if you want to do that as well. Okay. See ya. Bye.